Well hello and welcome to a special World Cup bite-sized look at this weekend's action in Wuxi, China. As five days of group stage fixtures come to a close and we now look ahead to an exciting Saturday of quarter-final matches. Now, we're still a month away from the first ranking event of the new season which will be the Riga Masters and that's uh, that means that this is a nice welcome weekend of snooker on the TV thanks to Eurosport. Now, before I start, just a very quick tip of the cap to the incredible 12-time, that's 12-time women's snooker champion, Rianne Evans. It's great to see Rianne recapturing her crown and I hope that she might get the chance to get some mainstream attention that she so richly deserves for these absolutely fantastic achievements. So, well done, Rianne. Now, World Cup is best of sevens. Still four singles here and two doubles frames now, followed by a fifth singles frame if a decider is required. And at that point, the teams will decide which of their pair would take part in the final frame to determine the match winner. So it's a lot more serious. And if you lose, you're out. Now, seven of the top seeds have gone through to the last eight. So this is clearly... Uh, now where business picks up, the lineup looks like this. Belgium will take on China B. Wales face Scotland. China A are up against Hong Kong. And England take on Thailand. So let's start with Belgium then. Their pairing of Luca Brussel and the 14-year-old Ben Mertens. These guys have been a real highlight for me. Uh, and the group stages all week long and I'm very excited to see how far they can now go in this competition. They've won all five of their group matches including their defeat of Scotland 3-2 on Friday morning and that's going to give them real confidence ahead of their quarter-final on Saturday against China B. So just to explain that, China has two teams again in this event. They're the hosts and their A-team of Ding Junhui and Yan Bingtao are the top seeds. Uh, the B team pairing is Liang Wenbo and Zhu Yulong, both of who themselves are former World Cup winners. It just shows you the talent that is on show um, in both the, the, the Chinese teams here. And China has dominated this event. They've won it all three times that it's that's been played since it returned to the snooker calendar back in 2011. And it was actually the B team that won it in 2015 with Yan Bingtao and Zhu Yulong. And Belgium against China B for me is one to make the mouth water and it should be an absolute cracker. I'm really looking forward to that one and it's definitely one that's worth getting up early for. Now, as for Scotland, you might have detected that I'm a, I could be, and it just could be, a wee bit biased here. Um, but, you know, if you've got John Higgins and Stephen Maguire as your team, you've got to automatically be seen as one of the favourites to win this event. It's not going to be easy against Wales, absolutely not. But you can't rule out Scotland who have previously won the Snooker World Cup in 1996 in Bangkok. Now, what's 1996 got to do with now? That was 23 years ago, of course. But it was a young John Higgins who was part of the winning trio alongside Stephen Hendry and Angles' Alan McManus. 
But listen, the Welsh have a fabulous snooker history. There's absolutely no doubt about that. They, some of the legends of the game uh, coming from Wales, including Mark Williams, of course, himself, a, one of the top all-time greats. And he's teaming up with Ryan Day again this year. And they would love nothing more than to bring the World Cup back to Wales. They've won all five of the group matches. They thumped China B in the process. So for me on paper, Scotland against Wales is the tie of the round. So Belgium against China B, that's going to take place at 7 o'clock Central European time. That's 6am if you're in the UK. And Scotland versus Wales will immediately follow that match. Right, moving on to Saturday's evening session matches. They'll take place at 1.30 European time and 12.30 in the UK. The holders, China A, are going to face Hong Kong. Now, Ding Junhui and Yang Bingtao coasted to the top of Group A, winning four of their five matches this week. Their opponents have successfully negotiated their way out of what was clearly this year's group of death, though, with five of the six teams still harbouring hopes of making it through uh, earlier on this the last day. In the end, it was England that won the group, and uh, I'm going to come on to them shortly. But first, let's take a look at the Group B runners-up, China's opponents, Hong Kong. Now, as I said earlier, Hong Kong, the only team not in the top eight seeds to have made it through, with Northern Ireland, Republic of Ireland and Iran missing out uh, on the final day of the group stages, all from this group of death. Um, Iran actually just missing out literally minutes ago as Hong Kong's Andy Lee defeated Iran's Sohail Vahedi. I've been waiting for a while to record this. I was waiting for that match to finish. Uh and in the deciding frame there, uh, that has de- de- determined who, who has gone through. So Hong Kong taking the spoils from Iran, and it literally was whoever won that one frame was going to take the eighth spot. So with no Marco Fu this year, Hong Kong are being represented by Andy Lee and the 20-year-old Chung Kawai. They'll be delighted that they're not playing until Saturday night because, as I say, they've just won at 1am on Saturday morning, wooshy time, of course. So they'll be uh, be delighted about that, but they'll hardly be partying into the night. Few will be backing Hong Kong, though, I would suspect, against the current holders. But they've certainly shown their appetite this week to raise a few eyebrows and I wish them all the very best and, and, and they've done well to get to this stage. Right, the fourth and final match of the day will be Thailand taking on England. It's great to see Thailand going well. They've won four in a row after their loss to Norway way back at the start on Monday. They've got two tremendous talents in Thepchaya Unnu and Nopon Sankam. And clearly as a team they've been a handful this week, including their impressive Friday victory over China A. They'll be seen as the underdogs going into this one but a semi-final place awaits the winner, and I'm expecting both sides here to produce some real quality. As for England, they are the Group B winners. They've got a 100% record, and yet Kyron Wilson and Jack Lazowski have admitted that they've not exactly been firing on all cylinders this week. But that's not important now, and they have to understand that. That's not important now. The weekend is the time to peak here, 
and 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 we know, we all know how good these boys can be. That's why they're the hot favourites to win this match. Uh, but it should be a an intriguing encounter against a, a Thai side that has dug in all week to pick up the frames that that they needed, and I'm sure that they can take the fight to England, but. It'll be interesting to see how they got on in this uh, obviously slightly different format uh, as a, a proper kind of best of seven matches now where winner takes all. So look, I think we'll have a good contest on our hands here. It's a great day to close out the, the day's play in Wushi. Uh, and that's your lineup for Saturday. So on Sunday, you'll have the two semi-finals followed by the World Cup final. And it's all set to be a fascinating weekend. So please do enjoy it. As for me, I'll be back with another bite-sized preview ahead of the Riga Masters in late July. We're almost there, folks. Proper snooker is almost back. But for now, thanks for listening. As I've said before, I really, really appreciate you taking the time to, to do so. And uh, feel free to contact me anytime on Twitter at Snooker Social. But for now, bye-bye.